Hey everybody, this is Levi. Just wanted to preface the current episode. Um, If you've been listening for a while, you've probably noticed that there has been quite a break since the last time we uploaded an episode, and this one kind of just came out of the blue. So I just wanted to record a quick introduction and just let you know what's been going on. Um, First of all, we've just been busy um, or sick. A few of us have had COVID, and uh, we've just been really busy with life and family and church and all that, so we haven't recorded in quite a while. The episode you will be listening to now is one that we recorded before we quit recording, um, so you will listen to a couple of those episodes. You may be confused, and then we, we will be back recording this week, um, so we thank you for listening. We thank you for hanging in there with us. If you're new, um, welcome back. You didn't miss anything. Um, as Also, we just needed to take some time and uh, spend together and uh, in Christian fellowship and with the Lord, we were feeling that we were a bit burnt out, um, just pouring out when while at the same time not being poured into. Um, so we needed to take a break from doing for the Lord and spend some time um, just being with Him. So we decided to quit recording for a while and just spend the time that we would together in Christian fellowship, um, discussing theology, discussing Um, how we are all doing. And so we're feeling a bit refreshed, going to get back to recording. Um, We're we're, we're happy to be back, happy to be back posting episodes. So we pray that you enjoy this episode. Um, All glory be to God, and we will be back with you shortly. Uh, Enjoy. the intro there. So, welcome to the Average Show Theology Show. <laughs> my name is Levi Sanders. Sorry. My name is Hunter Hirsch. My name is Chase Schaefer. Yeah, it's all Chase's fault. I'm sorry. He was trying is. to argue with me. It usually is. Even yeah, though I am the always, keeper of the always, episodes. He's very argumentative. <laughs> he really is. Am I? Yeah. His issue is he sec- goes down the rabbit hole. No, I'm just kidding. He said that was his issue. That is early. my issue. That is my really issue. Starting to second then he gets really mad. on to the show. Yeah, he's getting he's getting rather crotchety. He's yeah. wanted to like you know rework his contract and do that whole thing. I don't know why we ever brought on a non-denominational person. I'm just here for the money. That's what I'm saying. I'm just here so I don't get. Fined. <laughs> I'm just here so I, don't I need get more light shows at my church. So that's what I'm trying to buy right now. <laughs> that's my yeah. guys pay me. Get that uh, industrial size fog machine. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. I feel he's got to pay more royalties to Hillsong and Bethel. Oh no! They're, I'm not gonna say who, but they, they'll know exactly who it is, dude. They, they have a huge fog machine at their church, and it always makes me laugh. Oh, I know that. exactly who you're. Yeah, you know about. who it is, and and she knows too. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Now I know exactly. Now who you're you know who. About. Yes, I thought you were talking about another church that you went to for a while. Oh no, dude! Yeah, industrialized light machines, black ceilings to make it all dark. And they you had could feel that the too? spirit. Huh? They have that too? No, no, they, they don't there. Oh, okay. No. But it's always kind of funny that I'm like, man, this reminds me of my old church. So they much. just they just have fire tunnels. Twenty five foot cameras that swing across the stage. No joke. That's awesome. Fire no way. Yeah, Seriously? It, it gets over everybody's head <laughs> as it swings around. We have one small camera that's Cam- not camcorder. even level. Just like sits crooked. <laughs> 
the whole stage is crooked on the screen. <laughs> do you guys do live stuff anymore? Yeah, we actually do so. Really? Try to. Yeah. We gave up. We're like, our church. I don't like, nope. like it. I think it's dumb. But if somebody's missing, though, no. Nope. If you're not with the ecclesia, you get out I the ecclesia, boy. <laughs> Kind of, you don't agree. get together if you don't gather. I kind of agree. Wait, with Levi? Mm-hmm. You mean serious? Yeah. No, because if I'm going I'm, for the military, I, I want to be in my bit, church. I'm a little bit. You're not in your church. Crotchety you're about not it. With your church. I want to watch my church live. I there you go. Be there. You want I'm to little, observe the other Christians doing faithful <laughs> gathering. Up. I'm a little uh, <laughs> crusty when we talk about it because I run the sound booth, so it yeah. usually screws up on my watch. So really so our, yeah. I'm down if we get rid of it. So really, our <laughs> crooked camera is all Hunter's fault. And so Hunter doesn't even I know. I didn't install the camera. Hunter doesn't even know how to make the audio work. <laughs> I don't. Dang it, man. I can't make it. I literally turn the thing on, and it just doesn't work. And then I turn everything off, and I turn it back on, and then it just doesn't work. And I'm like, I don't feel like dealing with this. Yeah, you just don't know how to work it. And then I don't have a whole lot of time to fix it because then we start singing songs and proceeding with the worship service. As and we I'm should. Behind. You should already have your job so done, I just <laughs> I can't help it when I turn it on and it doesn't work. <laughs> That's all I do. I go in, I turn it on, and I get no audio. And I'm but, like, okay, do you but pray here, before? But he, no. But here's the real question. I don't. Did yeah, you turn I mean, it I off? Pray and, in did you turn it off and turn it back on again? Yes. And oh, that didn't okay, then it. it's broke. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> bro. That's what I'm That's saying. That's how we do the jets in the base. We're like, what? Did you? Man, that's yeah, an issue. Yeah, it's broke. Yep, it's broke. It's broke. If you turn it off and turn it back on again, something is really wrong. You better get we somebody need to fix call that. somebody. You better get somebody to fix that. Get out the engineers. Yes, that's exactly what we need. Well, today we've got another installment of the somewhat, maybe not so much weekly study of Genesis. <laughs> it was like forever. And uh, today we're going to talk about chapter 40 and chapter 41. So as we typically do, as is common practice... Common We're going practice. to let you listen, or not listen, read, read the text for yourself. Okay, you ready? Three, two, one. Get out your Bibles, read the text, go. <laughs> I was like, how long is it going to go? Looking at each other. Did you get, did you, don't you just love Joseph? You guys, let yes. us know though if you'd be interested in an audio book. I'll, I'll record one for you. I'll read the Bible for you. For a small fee, I'll do it for really? a smaller fee no. <laughs> as long as you give me fog machines. Hey, I'm going. I'm about to record an audio book of um of uh, this book I found on Amazon called Exegetical. Uh, what was it called? I, I forgot what it's called. It was like an exegetical argument against Calvinism, and it's just a book of blank pages. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Please get that for your library. I thought that was funny. Put that on your shelf, please. Somebody will say it one funny. day and be like, they'll be like, heck? wait, what? And then they'll pull it off and they'll be like, ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or I think it was called Exegetical Refutation of Calvinism or something. That <laughs> is funny. amazing. It is funny. Okay, back to Genesis. Chapter 40 and chapter 41. So if you remember in our last episode, we talked about Judah. We talked about, we compared Judah. two sons of Jacob. Judah. We talked about Judah. We talked about Joseph. Okay. Um, so the last thing the, the last we knew about Joseph and his in his story, he um, went into slavery, worked for mm-hmm. Potiphar, and uh, we see Potiphar kind of notice that he is blessed and he is doing well and gives him more control and more charge and um, basically 
gives him everything, doesn't put anything above him except for his wife or keep anything from him except for his wife. And his wife kind of plays Joseph and uh, kind of, you know, makes a false Me Too accusation about Joseph. Thanks. And so um, Potiphar fires Joseph, throws him in the prison. However, I do want to point out that when Joseph went to prison in, in uh, chapter 39, verse 22, and the keeper of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who were in the prison, whatever was done there, he was the one who did it, right? So even the prison keeper noticed that Joseph was blessed, mm-hmm. Joseph was prosperous, yeah. and gave him charge there, that he was an honest man. Yeah. So we move on now to Genesis 40, and we find Joseph in prison. Okay, so sometime after Joseph had been put into prison, we see these two men come into the prison being sent there from Pharaoh. We have his cupbearer and his baker. They committed an offense against their lord, the king of Egypt, the Pharaoh. And so Pharaoh was angry. He put him in the prison. He mad. And one night they both had a dream. Okay? They both had a dream. How weird is that? So, first of all, cupbearer has his dream. Okay? I think that's the one we go to first. Was that here? Was that here? Uh, Nine. Yes. Chief cupbearer had his dream. Yep. He brought it to Joseph. And Joseph, uh, they, they both come to Joseph. They say, we, ha- we have had our dreams, and there's no one to interpret them. And I love how Joseph responds. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, are you going to where he says, all dreams are given by God? Yes. Okay, I was he says, sure do not skip that. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, he says, do you not know that interpretations belong to God, or, or do not interpretations belong to God? So tell me your dreams. Mm-hmm. And so they, they awesome. tell him. They tell him the dreams. The chief cupbearer says, well, in my dream, there was a vine before me, and on the vine there were three branches, and as soon as it budded, the blossoms um, blossoms shot forth, and the clusters ripened into grapes, and Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup and placed the cup in his hand. And Joseph interpreted his dream. He said, the three branches are three days, and in three days Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your office. And you shall place Pharaoh's cupbearer back in his hand. You're going to be his cupbearer again. He says, don't fret. You're going to be restored. However, then we see that the chief baker comes along. Yeah, your dream's not as good, my friend. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Interpretation was not... Uh, yeah, poor Baker comes Pharaoh, up. And, yeah. Pharaoh's pretty mad. I know. It's pretty sad, right? Because the, <laughs> baker, the baker comes up and he sees that the, the poor cupbearer's interpretation was favorable. And he's, yeah, like, he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I want these okay. blessings. Yeah. Well, you I'll give them tell to me. me. Okay, tell me about my dream. Tell me about yeah. my dream. Yeah. Okay. And Joseph is like, <laughs> you're going well. Die. You're going to die. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so Joseph hears his dream. Okay. I had a dream. There were three cake baskets I on my head. I have a dream. Sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, so so he had a dream right there were three cake baskets on his head and in the uppermost basket there were all sorts of baked food for pharaoh but the birds were eating it and joseph he says oh sheesh brother here you go this is your interpretation that the three baskets are three days and in three days pharaoh will lift you up or lift up your head from Not you. up, but from you. <laughs> He's going to lift it up off, from you and hang you on a tree, and the birds will eat your flesh. Well, on the third Golly. day, that's exactly what happened, right? Pharaoh's birthday came. He made a feast. He restored the chief cupbearer, and he took the chief baker out and hung him. Okay? And he restored, uh, yeah, he, he took the chief uh, baker out, and he hanged him. Yet the chief cupbearer did not remember Joseph. So when Joseph had interpreted the cupbearer's dream, he's like, don't worry, bro. You're going to be restored. However, remember me when you're in Pharaoh's service. Mm-hmm. Remember right. that I interpreted your dream. But he forgot. Yeah. Sad I heard. 
So, like, I bet the baker wouldn't have I mean, forgotten. The, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously, Birds I'd say eating the, them. the first big thing about this is uh, what Joseph says about dreams. You know, it's like everything's from the Lord. Which, right? I almost want to almost preface this with talking about it in forty-one as well, just because it shows how God is basically leading or using all of this to put him into the position where all the past dreams of Joseph, right. where he's going to be before his brothers and they'll be bowing down to them, happen. This is where it starts. Almost. Oh, yeah. That's what I love about the story of Joseph is you mm-hmm. see that sovereign mm-hmm. line all the way through. Yeah, exactly. And and it's like, I mean, if Joseph had kept his head down after he went to prison, was just like, no, you know what? I, I'm, this has gotten, I'm in the lows of lows, man. Not only did I get sold by my brothers, not only did I get like, you know, but then I got brought back up, but now I'm back here again in this crappy situation in the pit, right. in the pit, it says. And so, mm-hmm. but even during then, obviously Joseph is being faithful. He's working hard. He's being noticed by others because of his good work that God is giving him to do. He's glorifying God. He's using his gifts to, even in his lowest circumstances, to try and do his best to glorify God. Right. I mean, even during this time, he says, do not do he not interpretations to belong to God. Please tell them to me. So he gives the glory to God, and and so that's the thing that even in the lowest times, you know, we we need to be faithful. We need to have this mindset of Joseph. That's what we look at mm-hmm. at these passages. It's not like a just like man. Okay, we got to give up. No, run your race, run your race. And so I love it. He keeps going. You know, he interprets the dreams. Um, which I thought was good. And then I'm trying to think, uh, what was the, the other thing? Oh, yeah. So the chief cupbearer did not remember Joseph but forgot him. Yep. So that's another thing leading into 41 that I wanted to talk about was how – so, I mean, after two years, man, you kind of go crazy. I mean, he's got to be – you know, it's not a favorable situation. It's not fun. Right. So not only is he, <laughs> like, downcast, he's in this terrible time, but he's making the light of it. But then it's like, hey – Man, I've not done anything wrong. I'm here. And and the thing was, too, he didn't trash talk Potiphar's wife. He just was like, man, I've been wronged multiple times. Shouldn't even be here. I'm a Hebrew. You know, and so um, I've done nothing wrong. And the cup chief cupbearer, the person who basically he interpreted his dream, still forgot him for right. two whole years. I mean, that's crazy. And Joseph still did what he was supposed to. And I think there's something to that as well. Like a lot of times we ask, you know, what's God's will here? Mm. You know, what's mm-hmm. he preparing for me? Yeah. But a lot of times it's not only God's will, but it's God's timing. Mm-hmm. So we see, we see here God's will is for Joseph to be out of prison and to be ble- a blessing to the nations around him. But it's just not time yet. So so we see the cupbearer go up, but he forgets. Sure. And why does he forget? Because later on, when it is God's timing, he's right. reminded when he needs Joseph mm-hmm. and brings him out. And that's what we see in chapter 41. Yeah. So in 41, we see, after two whole years, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing by the Nile. And behold, there came up out of the Nile seven cows, attractive and plump, and they fed in the reed grass. And behold, seven other cows, ugly and thin, came out of the Nile after them and stood by the other cow on the bank of the Nile. And the ugly, thin cows ate up the seven attractive, plump cows. And Pharaoh awoke, and he fell and he fell asleep and dreamed a second time. He um, he had the seven ears of grain, plump and good. They were growing out of one stalk. 
and behold, after them sprouted seven ears, thin and blighted by the east wind, and the thin ears swallowed up the seven plump full ears. So basically we have two very, very two similar dreams. Yeah. dreams. And so Pharaoh wakes up, and it's obviously enough to startle him. And these aren't normal dreams. I mean, these aren't like his spirit was like, troubled. Yeah, it's like it's not like a dream where you wake up and you're like, ah, I sort of kind of remember half the yeah, details on it. These are different dreams. These are God sent dreams to affect Pharaoh and also, like, you know, to, to cause him to stir, to be freaked out. I mean, so bad as to go to his magicians and be like, what the heck does this mean? Like, what, what, right. what's going on? What, so he goes to all of his, all of his guys and he's just like, all the magicians and he's like, hey, wise men, what, what does this mean? And none of them could tell him. And so then, Boom. Like a light. After two years, Chief Cupbearer is like, oh. Oh, yeah. Interpretation of dreams. I think I was supposed to remember that. I there know was this like guy that. a while back. Yeah, he, he interpreted my dream, and I think I was supposed to do something for him, but I don't, I don't know. So like, thanks, dude. I appreciate you. <laughs> it's like, it took you thanks. long enough, bro. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, really. Are you serious? It's, so, it's really kind. Pharaoh sent after Joseph and uh, quickly brought him out of the pit, it says. Brought him out of the pit, which I thought was pretty pretty cool. And then shaved him, changed him, got him all ready. And he's like, sir, interpret my dreams. And so I, I'm just imagining Pharaoh, right? I mean, Joseph right now just like standing before Pharaoh of Egypt, just being yeah. like. And he's been in this pit for two <laughs> years. Yeah. It's like, uh, all right, man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's do this. So. Um, Joseph answered Pharaoh, it is not in me. God will give Pharaoh a favorable mm. answer. <clears throat> get that glory to God, bro. Yeah. So uh, basically, got, uh, Pharaoh told him the dream. He said it all over again. And then Joseph said to Pharaoh in 25, the dreams of Pharaoh are one. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years and the seven ears are seven years and the dreams are one. The seven lean and ugly cows, and then basically he talks about the ears of corn, um, blighted by the east wind, are also seven years of famine. And his eyes told Pharaoh, God has shown to Pharaoh what he is about to do. So, Pharaoh, so Pharaoh's dreams are very similar. In yeah. both of them, he sees something that is seven really good things Followed swallowed by up by seven, seven bad. mangy bad things. Right. Mm-hmm. Whether it be cows or ears of, of wheat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so, so Joseph tells him about the famine. He's like, this is what's going to come, man. He's like, you better get ready, dude. This is, gonna, <laughs> this is not going to be good, but there's also going to be good, so get ready. And so, uh, you know, Pharaoh's sitting there, and he's thinking. He's like, hmm, okay. And then, and then Joseph's like, hey, if you're going to be doing this, you know, you need to be kind of ready. You need to have, like, an overseer. I, I don't know who it's going to be, but, like. Just saying, you need to do that. <laughs> All right, I have an idea. Yeah, if he's you want like, to hear it. Let Pharaoh <laughs> proceed to appoint overseers over the land and take one. Fa- so he tells him exactly what to do. He gives yeah. him the outline. Right. Just like this is what I would do. Yeah. But I just mean, it's like you need to you need to find a guy who's really wise. Me. Who can f- feed all of your people? <laughs> who knows this exact plan that I have in my mind, and that looks exactly like me. You need to hire him. And yeah, him wherever that life. guy is, <laughs> everything. Wherever that guy is, yeah. Give me mm-hmm. one of your daughters, Mary. I'll be good. And so, the proposal pleased Pharaoh. And then he's like, he's like, can we find a man like this in whom this is the spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, <laughs> "Do you raise your hand? Yeah. <laughs> Since God has shown you all this, there is none so discerning and wise as you are. You shall be over my house, and my people shall order themselves as you command." And so. 
I mean, it's also super cool as you can read. Only as regards to the throne will I be greater than you. So again, it's like Potiphar's wife. Like I mean, Potiphar, you know, where he's like, "You have my entire house except my wife." Right. And so he's like, he recognizes that yeah. that Joseph is blessed. Yeah. By God, he's like, "I'll give you everything except my seat, my higher reign." So uh, basically, Pharaoh, or Pharaoh gave him that, and he said everybody will bow down to him. Uh, he gave him his uh, his his daughter to marry. Gave him all these like rings and different clothes and all this stuff, all this fine things, and um, so basically they started taking up the food. It was very very prosperous. A lot of awesome things were going on because of um, God prospering them through this time. And then uh, basically during the seven plentiful years, the earth abounded, uh, the earth produced abundantly. And then after that, the year of famine came. Two sons were born to Joseph, and he had. Uh, from his, from, sorry, the, uh, oh my word, um, from, <laughs> sorry, Pharaoh's daughter. And he had two sons and he said, God has made me for, forget all my hardships in my father's house. The name of the second was Ephraim for God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. And the seven years of plenty that occurred in the land of Egypt came to an end. And the seven years of famine began to come. As Joseph has said, there was famine in all the lands, but in the land of Egypt, there was bread. So basically, the famine has come. Everybody's getting ready. Everybody in Egypt was like plentiful. You know, they had all the food, so everybody started going there searching for the food. There that was, was famine needed. in all lands, but all the land of Egypt, there was bread. Get that bread. Quick disclaimer. Get that bread. Pharaoh gave Joseph the daughter of Potiphar, or, or Potiphar, the daughter of the priest. No, the the daughter of Potiphar, the priest, not his own daughter. Oh. My bad. I like no, you're that. good. I'm sorry. You're good. I read that wrong. Yeah, just I'm, I'm pretty sure there's I, I will say like I go back and you know, I was looking at the or I just read through Genesis as my daily devotion and I was like, there's a couple times I read it, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I got that wrong on the podcast. So Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so if we said something dumb on the podcast, please give us much grace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I know, I know I've, I've said, said dumb some crap. dumb stuff on yeah, the podcast. Yeah. So there yep, I'm reading that now. That's why it's yep. average Joe. Exactly. Because yep. that's what we are. Average. I'm sometimes below. dumb Joe. <laughs> yeah, we're below average Joe. Sorry, I was that's dumb. That's okay. I was dumb. All it's right. okay. So there's this there's forty one or forty and forty one. Yeah. So A we see happened. we see God carry Joseph mm-hmm. through his providence to exactly where he wanted him to be and use him as a blessing to many others. You guys are so lucky. I left my giant piece of paper of similarities oh between Joseph gosh. and Jesus up in my office sure today because Dang it. in Man, these two chapters, it. there were so many similarities. It is upstairs. No, it, no, 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 no. Me and Chase could just No, fill, Chase doesn't want to hear it. We could just he's fill just the air. He's just acting like he's sad, but he's really We could really just happy. fill airtime until no, you I go mean, get I'm, it and come back. No, no, it's all good. I don't want I, – I, it was a lot to read. But no. there are so many similarities that you see him now exalted – Right? Did you see him glorified up to the throne? He came out of the pit. That's what he came out of the pit, right? So you see his resurrection, ascension, you know, exaltation. Obviously, it's just very brief. Yeah. Um, like very, 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 very not so awesome as as Christ's but resurrection. But it's type and right. shadow. Right, so that's it's what type we see. and shadow. Right, right, like, right. And, and I, I want to explain this too because I had a listener ask me, shouts out to Monica, why – um, what I meant by a type of Jesus. So we we do need to do a bonus episode on typology because okay. I love typology. But, um, you know, all that I'm saying is that it's like a shadow of 
Jesus, that you see similarities between Joseph and Jesus. And really mm-hmm. it's, it's a shadow of Jesus to the, to the point that it points to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not right. saying that Joseph is Jesus. Yes. Right. right. But, but that he's just There's very, very similar. Yeah. But I mean, there are times and in the especially Old in the narrative yeah. or for the whole Old Testament is typology. Mm-hmm. And you have to get that right too. Like with, um, Whenever we talk about typology, not the whole. I mean, there's a lot of narrative and stuff too, but it's a lot mm-hmm. of typology. Yeah, right. But like with with all of Genesis, we've seen where there's been typology, like um, Melchizedek, and basically, you know, he was a type and shadow of Jesus. And then Correct. on top of that, there's also like the angels of the the angel of the Lord that comes down, and that is actually not typology. That's actually what we would consider to say that is that really was Jesus. Mm-hmm. So. You know, there's differences. You got to keep the typology, though. Like, um, what is it? Everybody says, like, you know, uh, David, right, Levi? What? David, whenever he was before Goliath, that we are basically the <laughs> the Israelites, and they're being like, oh no, like Goliath. Mm-hmm. But the but the type and shadow is David of right. Jesus. Now we're not saying David is Jesus, correct? But we are saying that basically he's a you type can and draw shadow. Similarities to. David's life or Joseph's life in this case, and and see the similarities in in office Jesus's and all that stuff. Ministry, right, that right. Jesus serves a threefold office of chief, or I mean, of a king, priest, and 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 you know that he just mm-hmm. he he's the high priest, he's the sacrifice, he is the king, right? Mm-hmm. All these different things. So all those roles in the Old Testament are shadows of Jesus. So, mm-hmm. right. but back to back to forty one. I, I love the. The obvious through this entire story, Joseph, where it, there's just so many ups and downs, but Joseph's been continuous. He's yeah. being right. He's being he's moved in his, by the Lord. No matter this, no matter the situation he's in, whether mm-hmm. he's a slave in Potiphar's house, whether he is right. um, in prison, whether he is before Pharaoh, right? No matter where he is, he is consistent. Why? Because he understands that he has a relationship with God and that God is in control, right? So he, mm-hmm. he attributes all things to God. Mm-hmm. He does all things to, to his glory, does all things to the best of his ability. And so people recognize that. People give him positions of power. People give him authority, um, and he's successful. I wonder if he could – yeah, yeah, definitely. That's amazing. Because people see that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because he can look past this situation because he knows that God's in control. That's mm-hmm. a lot of what we've been talking about recently. Yeah, so – uh, super cool story, and can't wait to see where it leads us with the brothers. Genesis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we hope that uh, you enjoyed this episode. We will be missing, right, one Monday or something like that. Yeah, we'll be missing one Monday. So just coming up. Yeah, we are got to be out of town. Yep, out of town. So sorry, listeners, but stay consistent. We're happy with you. We love oh, you yeah. so much. Oh, yeah. We love you guys. We'll be back with you next week. Bye. <laughs>